heart. The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Happy hump day to you. Look at that. Happy hump day, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right. You guessed it. The Arnie State Show. And I am your host, Arnie States. Hope you are doing good this morning. I've had donuts in me. So I'm pretty damn good, if you know what I mean. Only had blueberry today. No creme brulee donuts were ready. I was like, no. It's fine. Fine. Had my blueberry cake donuts. I'm good. I'm good to go. Hope you're good to go on this wonderful... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, Thanks again to Tommy for being here yesterday. He was magnificent, as always. Lots to talk about with Nancy Pelosi's husband. Still, shit isn't adding up. And now a former neighbor is weighing in. Also, John Fetterman's in the news. Oh, God, love him. And, of course, Joe Biden and his wonderful, wonderful mouth. Let's say some good mornings and we'll get to Joe. Uh, First one here today was Andrew. He says... Happy Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! Ass Family, Battleborn in Nebraska says happy Pump Day! Ass Family, Stray Fire says I I love Ass Hump. Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! Gold says good morning, Ass and Arn. Derek says good morning, Ass Family, and happy Pump Day! There you go. V Coop says Mariah Carey has been released for her two months of auditory torture. I was in a store yesterday, and her shitty Christmas song came on. I put down the stuff I was going to buy and just left the store. Yep, yep, we were in old Target yesterday. I mean, we we got our Christmas tree up since, I don't know, like October 1st. So we'll go into Target yesterday, and they got all the boxes. They're moving all the Halloween shit out, and they're moving that Christmas shit in. Oh, my God, it is everywhere. Man, oh man, is it everywhere. Oh, my lucky Oh, there stars. she is, the one, the only bratty kid is in the house. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, 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 uh, I hear you. Nathan, call 911. Okay, all right, fantastic. I uh, hope you have a splendid day today. Uh, Swoosh says, happy hump day. Uh, the rain hit yesterday. Holy shit. More coming this weekend. We need it. Yeah, uh, we got rain, too, I guess. I, I think it's going to rain here. It looks like it's fixing to rain. Um, all right. We're, I, I don't even know where to start. Erised, uh, by the way, Erised not able to listen much now. Her new, uh, new role entails her to do a lot more work, but she's still here, ass family. Erised sent me this uh, email last night about Joe Biden and how he debuts his southern accent. So, my son got me this weird new tool for Father's Day. Yeah, okay. And at first, I thought it looked kind of crazy. Okay, he is. A senator from Florida going after Medicare and Social Security? I tell you what, I don't know where, as they say in Southern, I don't know where y'all been. God damn, boy. I tell you, look. God damn, boy. Did he just, did, did he pull a foghorn leghorn? Did, did he just do a fight? I mean, he left out the I say, I say, but 
Hold on, one second here. Uh, Mr. Biden, please, please. Oh, my goodness. This is horrible. Okay, let's see if it opens up now. Oh, it won't open up again. All right, well, that, that's just one of many that he had yesterday. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm going to save the best for last. Uh, how about this one? This one's pretty good. War in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. War in Iraq. And, uh, think of Iraq because that's where my son died. No, he didn't. The, uh, because he died. The, uh, but the point is wow, he's that, lost. Uh, you know, that's why it's up. We have the lowest inflation rate of almost any major country in the world. What? We've done a lot to try to take it under control. I've released millions of barrels of oil from our strategic petroleum reserve. Right, Keeping making the price us weaker. Down. It's down about $1.25 and going down. It needs to go more. But they talk about inflation all the time. There's one gaffe. Oh... Uh, uh, okay, I, I get, oh, wait, 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 what's this one? Oh, let's see. Wasserman Schultz. Wasserman Schultz is not a friend of yours, Joe. Okay, I'm not going to play this one because it's fucked up. Uh, all right, here we go. This one's fucking great. Oh, please play, please. How many of you know somebody with diabetes and needs insulin? Well, guess what? And... We, when, we, when, when, we, when Debbie and I passed this law, it included everybody, not just seniors. And so what happened was we said, okay, you know how much it costs to make that insulin drug for diabetes? Cost. It was invented by a man who did not patent it because he wanted it available for everyone. I spoke to him, okay? And guess what? It cost 10 bucks to make. Now, now I, I, I want you to know that insulin is actually made in your body. It was invented by a man who did not patent it because he wanted to avail for everyone. I spoke to him, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is so great. By the way, it was invented in 1921 by uh, Dr. Frederick Banting and Charles Best in Canada. Banting died in 1941, the year before Joe Biden was even born. I met him. I talked to him. He said, hey, I don't want to patent this because I want it available to everybody. Yeah, he and I were out there. We were having a couple of ice creams like a couple of pals do. We were looking out for corn pop and the rest of them, if you know what I mean, the cockroaches. And he was talking about this invention of insulin. Oh. Oh, I just, I, he's, I'm going to miss Joe when he's out of office. I, I am going to miss him. For the simple fact that he has made my job so easy. And this is why I don't understand people not going after him because of their political assuasion. So what? He said he talked to the man who invented insulin. 
when Joe pauses after saying, guess what? I would yell out, chicken butt. Oh, that would be so grand if somebody did that. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I don't want to patent this shit. I don't want to make any kind of money off it. I'm a good guy. Oh, but the gaffes don't stop there. I have not watched this, but I've heard about this. And this, oh, I hope this is as good as I I hope. And it's John Fetterman, who was on CNN yesterday. Oh, and, and I guess he was on with Don Limon. And things did not go well. Oh, please, 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 please. Oh, please, 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 please. Come on. Just waiting for the ad. Oh, this ought to be good. This ought to be delicioso. No, I I don't think... Oh, wait, there we go. Hold on. Uh, About inflation. Take a listen to his answer. There we go. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is? And should the Biden administration be doing more? No, I, I just do. I, I think the, it, that simply is also, Leah, this talk about the trillions in, in massive tax uh, tax uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax uh, structure as well. True. You know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit. And, and now they still want to support those as well. True. What the fuck did he just say? About his health, about his debate performance. But when it comes down to it, isn't it the control of the Senate that's moving this race, whether it's Democrats I want to see more of this. Oh. I think he walked out, too. Because Don Lemon asked him about if he's fit enough to serve in the Senate. Or, uh, and, and he will not answer the question, why will his doctors not answer questions? That's the other big one. Uh, let's see. He knew taking part in debate wasn't going to be easy, but I thought it was important that I show up, and I did. And at the end of the day, we did, I think, made some important points. It's well true. I think also, you know, reminded Dr. Oz the fact that he still believes, you know, with the same kind of abortion thoughts with GOP2 gubernatorial candidate who believes the local politician leaders are the need to be part of the discussion between women and their doctors is well true. Dude, I... I know I've been harping on this election for a long time now, and I know you're probably sick of it. You're like, Arnie, just tell us dick and and fart jokes. You know, here's the thing. I kind of want him in office now. I kind of want John Fetterman to, to be in office and I want him to be the head of every chair there's out. I want him to be the chair of every committee that's out there. That way we get nightly versions of him and Joe Biden. Could you imagine the fodder? And, and, and can, can you imagine? This is, this is what I would... If they elect John Fetterman, if Pennsylvania elects John Fetterman... And Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon, don't fucking start picking on this guy. 
They they have no salt in their bones as comedians at all. Oh, this guy is so... This guy is the better version of Joe Biden. I'm going to tell you something right now. Fetterman's going to slip an inward. I'm, I, I have a feeling. I just have a feeling. Fetterman's going to be, and, and he's just going to say it. When somebody pushes his button a little bit too much about the shotgun he pulled on a black kid, because as he said in his own words, he was the highest ranking police officer as mayor in that town. No, you're right, Ogre. They haven't been comedians in a long time, but they get paid for it. Actually, no, no, I'm not tired of political talk. It's important these times. You're one of a few that brings out gold nuggets like these. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Gold. This guy right here, oh, man. I, I, th- I think he's, I, I think that's Joe Biden's long-lost kid. He didn't have a stroke. He just fucking got into his own Bidenisms. And and look, look, look. I'm not, you know, I, I I'm sorry the man had a stroke and oh my god, Arnie, I can't believe you're making fun of a man, a stroke victim. Yeah, I I'm going to. Yeah, I I I look, look, when it comes to me and making fun of people, and I think people appreciate this about me because I'm honest. I don't mind rooting around down in the mud. I don't mind it one a bit at all. I don't like to stay there. Like making fun of Christina Applegate for all the weight she's gained due to her battle with MS. I'm not going to make fun of that. I think that I feel bad for Christina Applegate. And the fact of the matter is, Christina Applegate, even though she was diagnosed with MS, started gaining all this weight, has to walk with a cane now, forced directors to finish the final season of that show Dead to Me on uh, Netflix. And I know it's only acting, it's only that kind of stuff, but there's a woman who lives by the motto, Do your fucking job. I don't make fun of her. John Fetterman pulling a shotgun out on a black guy, yeah, I'll make fun of him. John Fetterman. I, I and and I want to know who his supporters are. Like I would love to meet. Not necessarily. I, I understand his wife is supporting him because she wants the office. I want to know because there's somebody out there who's who's not in. They're not into the. the they're not in on the joke. And the joke is that she's taking the office. They are. They love John Fetterman. They think John Fetterman's awesome. They have John Fetterman stickers on their cars. That's the person I want to meet. I want to go, why? Just why Fetterman? Well, he says a lot of things. Yes, he does say a lot of things. It's called talking in circles where he says nothing. It's word soup. Dominion Machines, his supporters. 
Arnie, keep nailing it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But, but I mean, you think about that. I mean, look, look, look. <laughs> there was a guy running up. Uh, oh, God. Uh, there was a guy running from off, running for office here. Uh, it, it was a small office. And I couldn't believe this guy had the stones to run. And it was it was here. It was I think last year, and the guy's name was James Earl Ray. And there were signs up. Now I don't know what his po- politics are, and I am truly sorry his parents cursed him. That's the name of the guy that was convicted of killing Martin Luther King Jr. You're not going to win any public offices with the name James Earl Ray. You have a better chance at winning an office in the South named Adolf Hitler. At least with Fetterman, you don't have a risk of getting stabbed. With Hillary, you get stabbed in the back. With Pelosi, you get stabbed in the ass. Well, that is a wonderful, wonderful segue. Oh, to Nancy Pelosi's former neighbor. Now, isn't this weird? Marjorie Campbell, 66-year-old, who was about uh, a neighbor of Nancy and uh, Paul for about 10 years on Broadway Street in San Francisco. There you go. Let's broadcast where she lives, Broadway Street in San Francisco. She says that she remembers a fleet of black SUVs surrounding the Speaker's house 24-7. Hmm... She also recalls her computers getting scrambled by alleged security measures to protect the nation's number three. Hmm. Everybody in the neighborhood had alarms on the windows, the former neighbor said, so if glass was broken, an alarm went off. Hmm. By the way, uh, they have announced formal charges against David DePeep. DePape. I don't know what those charges are, but I'd like to see him. I would like to see him. Um, I'm, I'm sure Miss Campbell now is in hiding after she's talked about this. Uh, former CIA agent and private security chief to billionaires, Tony Jr. told Daily Mail that the break-in is an obvious security failure for the family of a high-profile politician so to be so vulnerable and exposed. Yeah, you get a security expert, and, and oh, yeah, that, that, they, they failed miserably. Uh, okay, okay, uh, but once again, why is there glass on the outside of the window? Hmm. Oh, you, you you don't know. I mean, I'm looking at her house. They got pictures of her house. Her house is just like right in the middle of a residential area. Broadway is where all the strip clubs are. Okay. Now, is this mainly, maybe do they have the house stripped down of security because, 
Well, Paul stays there all the time, and that's her residence, so you can get some crazy person that shows up there. Now, granted, they are coming out and saying once again that this guy has more manifestos out there, more things. He's a whack job. They can't really time to MAGA anymore, even though they're trying. Must be the same police from January 6th since they let him in. No shit. Security on site of hospital where Paul Pelosi is being treated. Well, of course. You got the guy now. You don't need security there anymore. I, 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 I'm afraid this guy is going to suicide himself. This DePape guy, the way they're painting him to be this mysterious, crazy, whack job. He's going to end up like, you know, with a suicide note and two bullets to the back of his head. Uh, so security failed if there was only a gun to protect the, their home from crazy people. <laughs> Zach. Oh, uh, you, you know, here's the thing. The more I think about this, the more th- this is a this is th- this is a uh, this is this is a sex worker. You know, we're going to have to talk to, to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy about this on Thursday, tomorrow. We'll have to talk to him about this. I, I, I truly do believe this guy was a sex worker. So this guy is a male hoe. Paul Pelosi wanted some ass. And this guy might be a political crazy person, and he knows where he's going. And if he gets the call to go to Pelosi's house, of course he's going to do that. And that's when his price went up because he went. I think this is what happened. I think dude shows up, <clears throat> was willing to give up the butthole. Possibly, you know, some cocaine, some alcohol were, were exchanged. Maybe some pictures were taken. And then the guy decided to blackmail Paul Pelosi. This is what I think. I think he found out, really, he, he went for it. He took his shot. And he says, hey, man, if you don't give me five times what you're going to give me to fuck tonight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send these pictures out to everybody, show them that you're a deviant. Because, because it, it, real quick, how does Paul Pelosi have a, the hammer... And, by the way, somebody else at the house that, that answered the door for the police because the police didn't kick in any doors. Um, I think Paul got mad. I think Paul grabbed the hammer. I, and I bet you, I bet you, because he's an old guy, and they're not gun people. I bet you since he's an old guy, he's got like a, he's old school. Has, a, has something underneath the bed. And he grabbed it, and it was the hammer. And Paul Pelosi, after a few cocktails and snorts and maybe some ass sex, maybe not at his strongest, but this young, crazy guy who's taking his shot, guy swings the hammer at him, guy grabs the hammer, Pelosi gets away to go to the bathroom, grabs his phone, calls 911. I'd like to talk to the 911 dispatcher on this. 
because I'm having a hard time with something here. 911 dispatchers don't let you go. If you're being attacked, the 911 operator stays on the phone with you the whole time. I'd like to hear that 911 call. Because we still haven't seen any body cam. I'd like some video for that. Do, do I need to file the Freedom of Information Act here? Because I will. I'll gladly file it. Now, look. Why do I want this to come out? There, there's a number of reasons. Number one, it's, it's the truth. That should be the biggest reason for everybody. It's the truth. We shouldn't let our politicians and the the people related to our politicians out there be able to cover up the truth when when bad things happen. That's number one. Number two, I hate Nancy Pelosi. And this will put gigantic egg on her face. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to come around here like I'm some kind of angel or something. I'm going to tell you that I, I despise her. And this will make her and her family look bad. And I, I get joy from that because, once again, I root around down in the, in, the, in the mud and the muck. And I'm cool with that. I just want the truth. That's all. If this is the truth, then so be it. Let it be. I, I can't buy it. I, I just can't. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Ah. <sighs> All right, enough about poor old Paul Pelosi and his <laughs> his his night of hooking gone bad. And by the way, I would like to know who was in the car with him too. Freedom of Information Act night he got into his uh, DUI. But I, I I just I, I'm just wondering if I could if I could get that. Um, just to let you know, the United States right now is on alert. Uh oh. Hold on a second here. We, we, we need the right kind of music for this. Um. All right, so here is the, the news. Iran is planning an imminent attack on Saudi Arabia and an Iraqi city where American troops are based prompting the U.S. to raise its military alert level. Um, Saudi Arabia shared the information with U.S. intelligence officials. Well, that's lovely. You know, I was thinking to myself just the other day, why have we not made Iran a gigantic fucking parking lot? You know... (sighs) I understand that we didn't like old Saddam Hussein, and and we were at war with him. Good morning, Alicia. Um, I know that we didn't like old Saddam, and we 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 pretty much ended that country. You know, Iran, you are still owed. Yeah, I read. You remember when you when you took forty uh, American hostages? You remember that when you when you took our hostages, 
and, 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 and you made us wait and wait and wait. Remember that? There's still chicken on that bone, motherfuckers. We still owe you a royal. I mean, this is one where you put your fancy chic outfit on for. We owe you such a royal ass whooping for that. That now you're going to start with this. (laughs) So we are at DEFCON 5. Ye wants to know. Now, I guess, uh, I, I don't know. that I, I don't know when it comes to religion. So, Ogre, if you're there, you can help me here. Does, does Iran not realize if they shoot a, a, a bomb at Saudi Arabia that the whole Muslim world is going to come after Iran? Is, is Iran all sheiks and Shiites? Or Shiites and Kurds? Because I'm just telling you, this is why we didn't blow Saudi Arabia off the map when it was their 19 terrorists that that blew up our buildings. Speaking of the sorry, not sorry, what uh, what the hell is the new Old Navy? I have not seen the new Old Navy ad campaign yet. I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, Iran is Shiite, Saudi is uh, uh, Sunni. Iran wants to be the head of the Muslim world and it thinks it's a superpower. Okay. I heard Elon Musk is going to start charging for Twitter accounts. Any word on this? I have not heard that. I will keep an ear out, though, for it. Iran is like Michael J. Fox, full of shakes. I gotta take that. That that could be a joke. That that could be a good one right there. Oh, we owe them a hell of a cut. Oh, we sure do. Oh man. See that that's one that 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 just it, it still sticks in my craw. Growing up as a kid, I I forget how long they were in there. In there for like three hundred days. Every night on the news. See, I'm a news guy because my parents and my grandma were all news people. Like, we watched all the news. We watched 5 o'clock, 5.36, and if there was a 6.30 newscast, we might watch it unless Wheel of Fortune was on, and then we knew how I gave my grandmother the ruse. But if we were at home, we'd watch the news. Anyone that has their uh, pronouns in their bio is getting charged, or should be. Now, that's funny. Elon is going to bring back Vine to put TikTok out of business. Well, if that's true, then I'll be heading to Vine. Twitter's going to charge $8 a month for a blue check. Okay. Hey. Interesting. So not only do we have this that we're that we're alerted to. What, what's the other story we got here? Um, oh, it's the same story. Uh, it, it's the same story about this impending attack. I'll keep y'all alerted to see. I think that all this is to me. Iran is a Chihuahua. 
Iran is Iran is one of the world's biggest chihuahuas. Because chihuahuas will fucking bark, 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 bark. And they'll bite you. And the bite will hurt a little bit, but you got to realize you were bit by a chihuahua. This ain't like getting mauled by a pit bull. See, that's what happens when you fuck with America. And I won't even, you know what? When you fuck with America, it's more like a gigantic fucking bear. You're going to survive a chihuahua bite. And this is what they're doing. They're just yap, 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 yapping. Because that's what Iran does. Iran is a land of pussies. I'd tell the Iron Sheik that to his fucking face. Elon needs to buy MTV and bring back music videos. Oh, God. I would love him then. If he, if he brought MTV back and it was just like VJs playing videos all day, all the old school videos, hell yes. So Iran's mad again. Iran's flexing their little pee-pees at everybody. You listen to us. We will blow you up. If you do not grant the Iron Sheik a world championship. I love the Iron Sheik, though. That jabroni is fucking funny. Oh, man, a uh, good, uh, good episode last night of uh, uh, Tales from the Territory. Last night they were in uh, the Stampede Wrestling Area up in Calgary. And I did not know this. It, it, I, I learned something last night. Abdullah the Butcher is from Canada. I always thought that the wild man from the Sudan was actually from Georgia, but he's a Canadian, eh? And he started out at, 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 at Stampede Wrestling. Abdul, if you've never seen an Abdullah the Butcher match, you need to watch one. And, it, and by the way, when you see one, I will recommend getting any, like, uh, Star Wars of Bruiser Brody against Abdullah the Butcher. That will be a bloodfest match. I would love to have seen Abdullah the Butcher versus Mankind. Bam. I've got about six hours of I want my 80s videos saved on the old DVR. Oh, oh, wow, that's awesome. Most common headline in Iranian pop culture is about how someone's fame is blowing up. Iron Sheik just about every day tweets something saying, fuck the Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, he! I I love the the Iron Sheik is just a, a fucking mean ass old man, former cokehead. Cactus Jack wrestled Abdullah. Holy shit, that would be awesome. Well, see, I would have said Kamala, but that one's too easy. That's a fantastic match. That is now that that would be awesome. I mean, I thought about, like, great matches. I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a wrestling tangent here. Deal with it. Um, I got to see some of the greatest in my lifetime. I mean, you know, Harley Race against Ric Flair, that's a symphony. That right there, that that right there is a symphony. 
It's a, it's for the older, mature wrestling fans. When you're a kid, you don't appreciate the genius that is Harley Race and Ric Flair. You want the high-flying, iron claw, having Von Erickson. I did. I had him. But you grow as a wrestling fan, and you learn about the promos they cut and how awesome these guys are on the mic. They're terrible human beings most of the time, addicted to pills and alcohol like a champ, but I, but I still love them. Man, did we have, like, back in the day, the, the, the bunkhouse matches, steel cage matches, barbed wire matches, loser leave town matches, hair matches, personal valet for a day match, the I quit match, the leather strap match. There was uh, uh, This was posted the other day on uh, one of the wrestling pages I I followed, and it was on that day in, and it showed the program, and I remember the program. That was the night that we went, and my dad was reborn to wrestling due to the leather strap match that the Von Erichs versus the Freebirds had. And we had really good tickets that night, and you could see the welts starting to land on their backs because these guys were just beating the shit out of each other with these leather fucking belts. It was awesome. Abdullah versus Kamala would be epic, either the wrestler or the VP. <laughs> Speaking of Mick Foley, looks like he's leaving twi- uh, Twitter. Respect gone for that shitbag now. Well, is he gone because they're going to bring Trump back? They're going to let Trump back? That's weak, Mick Foley. Come on. Harley Race was a hell of a wrestler. Knew his stuff and one tough son of a bitch in real life. Oh, I wouldn't fuck with Harley Race. Harley Race and Ming. Oof, those were two tough men. You, you know what made Harley Race so tough back in the day? That was the only man I ever saw who had tattoos below his elbows. I was like, oh, this guy is a tough motherfucker. Remember we used to, I mean, now you look at a guy who's got full sleeve tattoos, he's like, okay, that guy's a host over at fucking P.F. Chang's. Because of the Von Erics, I'm looking forward to a Zac Efron movie. Yeah, not nearly as much as I am. Oh, I can't wait to see the Iron Claw movie. I am so excited for that. It ju- it just makes me sad that there's no sportatorium in town, or or no legacy, no 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 kind of venue that that this could start up again. Because I think territory wrestling would actually help the big products that are out there now. I re- I truly do. Because uh, they're not censoring free speech any longer. A tough guy like that who gets his uh, feelers hurt. Shame, yeah. You should hear Chris Jericho tell a story about Ming beating up Mexico. Oh, I've heard that. Oh, yeah. I, there's a story where Ming ripped out a dude's eye. I don't know if you ever said it on it. Your favorite announcer from wrestling? Oh. Boy, oh boy. This is is a hard question. This is a very, very hard question because there was a guy here in in Dallas. His name was Bill Mercer. Oh, Braddy Kid, go to work. Braddy Kid, have a great day at work. Um, 
Bill Mercer, he, he like did Cowboys games forever, did, did a lot of college football. Bill Mercer was my announcer growing up. And then, you had the, the Crockett boys and Tony Schiavone over in, 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 in TBS land. I was never a big Vince McMahon as an announcer fan. I like Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. I thought they were a really good team. Greatest team ever, uh, I mean, team announcing would be JR and the King. You can't beat that, that, that combo. I know, I'm, I'm fucking hemming and hawing. I mean, there's two guys. There's two guys, in my opinion, that are the voice of professional wrestling. That's either Gordon Soley. Gordon Soley was one of the greatest because he just was the perfect straight man. And Jim Ross. And you know what? I'm going to hand it to Gordon a little bit more than JR just for the fact that JR got involved with the product. JR became more than just an announcer. I love JR, but to me, Gordon Soley is the greatest wrestling announcer ever. And, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Tony Schiavone and, and these, I, I think Eric Bischoff was terrible. Bobby the Brain Heenan was great. Gorilla Monsoon, uh, Hulk Hogan, or, or Jesse the Body Ventura, eh. Macho Man, eh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, JR and the King, as a team, they're the best. And and honestly, I have a lot. I like, uh, I really like Pat McAfee. I like everything that Pat McAfee does. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee is okay in my book. And when he comes back to SmackDown, I think he's going to be a great wrestling announcer. JR is timeless. And, and there's nothing wrong with JR being the GOAT. I'm, I'm fine with that. I love JR. I mean, there's nobody. There's nobody that has more better catchphrases than JR. Good God, he's dead. He broke in half. My God, my God, stop the match. JR was fantastic. JR sold the product fucking great. Gordon Soley, though, had a, a, an impotence to him that he was an announcer and he was going to call it right down the middle and he wasn't going to get worked and he hardly ever did get worked up. Color announcer has to be Jesse. I, I look, I love the King. Jerry the King Lawler was fantastic in my eyes. But this uh, th- this new show, Tales from the Territory, just fucking, it I it 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 was that show, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, that really brought my love back for wrestling. I didn't watch wrestling forever. I I couldn't tell you the whole CM Punk thing in WWE. I don't know a lot about Batista because when Austin retired, I was like, okay, I, I I'm good. And then it drug me back in. JR is the equivalent of the Mexican soccer announcer, all hyperactive over the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah, that's JR. And, and, and God love him for it. Gold, remember when Jesse was always called Tito Chico? And he had his shy show called The Body Shop, yeah. Oh, I remember fucking Piper's Pit. 
I mean, they, they, they tried to, you know, they're trying to bring this shit back with the Miz TV and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's where WWE sometimes hits home runs, not realizing it. Like with the barber shop where, where Sean, uh, uh, God damn it, I can't even think. Shawn Michaels super kicked Marty Jannetty through the glass as they broke up the Rockers. By the way, the Rockers were an awful tag team. You cannot sell me ever. The Rockers, to me, were a little bit better than the Young Bucks. I remember the WWE was about diversity a long time before anybody else. I, I'll, 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 I'll give you examples. Tito San Martino. Good old Chico. Hispanic man. Kamala. Black man. The junkyard dog black man. They had Iranians in there. Russians in there. I mean, the WWE at one point was the fucking mixing pot for the world. The Scottish guy who's actually from Alberta, Canada. Piper's Pit was better than the actual matches. Nobody, and I mean nobody, could do shit-talking promo like Roddy Piper. Boy, I tell you what. Piper was so good on the mic. It was just so good. And that's what I like about this MJF guy. MJF is so good on the mic. That's the most important part. But you have to back it up. And the best part is is that Piper could back it up. Kamala the Indian Giant only wrestles cocks. One of the greatest color calls ever was Bobby Heing saying Janetti was a coward for diving through the window to get away from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. See, Bobby the Brain... If you want to go color commentary, I would go brain. I mean, can you imagine a JR brain combo? That would be phenomenal. That would be so great. Always on the heel side of things. Hated Hogan and the good guys. He was great. Roddy was awesome, too. They uh, To beat a Samoan with a piece of pineapple was go. It was a coconut. He, he knocked out. He fucking opened up a coconut, and that coconut broke. He hit him with, he hit Jimmy Superfly Snooker with some force with that damn coconut. The only issue I have with Ross is who he roots for in college football. Amen to that, fucking Oklahoma fan. W.E. stole uh, We Are the World from Glow. When Bobby the Brain Heenan was out there managing Big John Stud, talking shit about everyone, he was the best manager ever. Oh, man. I, I mean, he had Rick Rude. Oh, I mean, we, we, we were blessed. We, we were blessed. It, it, the wrestling fans, if you grew up in that era, man, oh, man, we were blessed with such great entertainment. I'll go back and watch this shit now, too. I mean, I love watching the old videos of how these people, like, became famous and, and their walks and all this kind of stuff. It's phenomenal to see. And that's one thing. I, I do have the story about the FCC commissioner urging the U.S. to ban TikTok. I, I don't know if it's because they're owned by a Chinese company. I guess that's what it is. Uh, I, 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 and if Elon Musk brings back Vine, I, I hope it does the same thing. 
because I love all the old clips and all the everything that that I found on there about wrestling. It's so it's so fucking awesome. Uh, could never get away with that today or any of the '70s or '80s stuff today. See, I don't know. This is why I like this MJF guy. This MJF guy. I and and I tell you what 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 got me on him was that he showed he had no fear. It was after the Dark Side of the Ring episode happened with uh, with Flying Brian Pillman. And they showed the episode, and they showed his ex-wife, Bethany, who was addicted to all kinds of fucking drugs. We, 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 tooth falling out, that's a clear sign of either crack or meth. So MJF is cutting a promo in the ring with Flying Brian's son, who he had with Bethany, and he says, yeah, I saw your uh, behind the ring, or dark side of the ring. How's your mom, Methany, doing? When he called her Methany, I was like, boom, I'm sold on this guy. Beating a black man into the watermelon in today's world? No way. Well, you know what? Hold on a second. Now, you could never do that. And I remember, I remember watching a thing about uh, they wanted they they wanted wrestlers of color to do that kind of stuff, and a lot of them wouldn't. A lot of them would leave the venue. They wouldn't do that. The coconut on Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I think that could fly again today. I think it could, but that's just me. Who's a better manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan or Classy Freddie Blassie? I'd go Heenan. Yeah, I, I like Freddie Blassie. Freddie Blassie was great, but yeah, I'll go Heenan. Watching Greg the Hammer Valentine in epic matches with Tito Santana. Fuck, I hated him back then. But the interviews nowadays, he's such an honest, straight shooter, and he's a great human being. I look back at those heels I hated as a kid and have so much respect for their craft of believability. That's the cool thing about this show, this uh, this Tales from the Territory. They talk about all the times, or, or some of the times they get confronted. Like, guys will get confronted outside of, back in the day, they would get confronted at their car. The Sportatorium in Dallas, it, it, like, it, all it was was a rinky-dink fucking shed, pretty much. It was a uh, it, it, a big giant shed. It had about four thousand seats in there, and it was mainly kind of in, the, not necessarily around, but it wasn't four full sides. Yeah, you, you had the east or the north and the south side, and they were regular sized, and you had the the west side that was regular sized, but the east side was small, so everything faced down that way. And the east side only had like two rows of seats. And then there was a door there where the wrestlers would all exit. Well, that door was to like their parking lot and their like cars. And there was a drive, there was a, a door to the locker room too. And that's where all the wrestlers would go. So and they had to build that in there because too many wrestlers were getting guns pulled on them. 
rocks thrown through their fucking car windows, all this kind of shit. And back then, they had to keep up the appearance of being a bad guy. Abdullah Butcher last night was talking about when he first came to the territory, he wanted to sell the character, the madman from the Sudan, so much because he didn't speak English that he would point to shit on menus to eat when he was out and about in town. Would have been better if Piper hit Snooker with the girlfriend he murdered. <laughs> right. I wish they could have some wrestler be a long-lost son of Roddy Piper with the Mike skills and start a feud with Usos or Roman Reigns, keeping a mile mouth uh, Piper and a coconut bits and everything. We're talking ratings gold, no fucking platinum. Fucking Ronda Rousey should be deported for using Piper's T-shirt and jacket. Amen. No, see, Nasty, this isn't going to be the rest of the show. I promise. I promise. Uh, I will say the 80s, Mike wrestlers were the best, but then the Rock and Stone Cold came along and took it a bit higher. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the, that, and that's the thing. I'm just waiting for the next escalate of it. And I think MJF has hit that next escalate. When he called her Methany, he made fun of John Moxley for being in rehab a couple weeks ago. I mean, they are, they are, they are, they are going deep. I'm like, okay, I like it. I like it a lot. Now, I, w- I was telling you about TikTok, so I guess, yeah, the the head of the FCC, who's no friend of mine, uh, the U.S. should ban TikTok uh, private data from American citizens. The FCC, Brendan Carr said. Carr, one of the five commissioners who lead the FCC, wrongly, argued that in an interview with Axios that there's no way to have sufficient confidence that Americans' data on apps is not being sent back to Beijing. There you go. There you go. So so maybe you'll be lucky and maybe the government will ban, which, by the way, I don't know how you ban an app. This is what I. This is this is why I'm against this. And 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 look, I am the biggest proponent of keeping us safe. But the FCC is an organization that I cannot stand. I think the FCC is nothing more than 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 a propaganda making machine that will not allow truth to be told. And they want to regulate. Look, look, the FCC, as soon as the Internet came out, the FCC said, we need to regulate that. How do you regulate something in the world? And the only way the government will be able to do this, and, and by the way, watch yourselves, watch yourselves, and I'm, sorry, I'm surprised it's not happening already. When the government starts offering free Wi-Fi, when the government starts offering free Internet service, you're in trouble. And their pitch will be free Internet service anywhere you go. You just have to sign up for it. They will be able to dictate what websites you go to, what websites you don't go to. What ad you see, what ad you don't see. 
Yeah, China and Russia are able to uh, yeah, try turning that. You're absolutely right, straight fire. They turn it off, and their people don't know any better. You turn off the Internet here, fucking America would lose their mind. I want you to think about something here. What would we all be doing right this second if the Internet wasn't available? If there was no internet, like we're not listening to this show, obviously, because this show doesn't exist. Am I still working in radio? Possibly. But what would we look like as a nation without the internet? Uh, Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia in three days is still on. Okay, good. <laughs> Ogre says, shit, I'd be out of a job. It's all internet-based. Special Kale says, penthouse. No ass, what the fuck, would cause riots all over the U.S. I agree with that. We would probably be listening to some sad circus of a radio show in Sacramento. They already ruined the internet with the bill a few years back, shutting down Craigslist dating. I know. I had such a great bit with that. I used to read the dating things on the air. Oh, man, the Craigslist app reading was so great. And then they changed that law, and what happened? Nobody talks about Craigslist anymore. Oh, swoosh, I know they monitor. Oh, I, I know the, the, the government internet... Government knows everything that's going on. Something Tommy said yesterday, with all the cameras that we are on now, all the facial recognition technology that's out there. But once again, what if it wasn't? I mean, I, I, I've ruined... Uh, the last 30 years or 20 years, 25 years, you can say that America has changed more in the last 25 years than it did 100 years before. A world without the Internet. I've never really, really thought about it until now. We'd still be watching TV, going to the movies. I wonder, I wonder how COVID would have been handled without the internet. I know these are stupid things to wonder because we have the internet and we already lived through it. But it's interesting to think about all the things that, that we take for granted now. With our smartphones. I mean, we have the internet at our fingertips 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. I remember when the internet first came out. We had a, a shitty radio building in Reno, Nevada, and there was two computers that you could get on the internet. And it took forever. Dial up. Oh, fucking Porn. We'd still be going to the video store for porn. 
Blu-rays, there would be some technology that's even better than Blu-ray now. You think the FCC is bad now? Imagine the fair, fairness doctrine. Fairness doctrine will never come back. That's where they have to give equal time to both sides. That won't ever come back. We would still rent movies, use maps, and call the operator for information. Yeah, there'd still be a movie phone. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. I know I talk louder than any other operator that's out there, but I want to make sure that you get your movie choice. For the Fast and Furious 19, press 2. A world without the internet. See? Yeah. Once again, just... To all you creative people in Hollywood who listen to my show and steal from me, there's a movie. There is a movie right there. The title is already made for you. The world without the internet. Douglas says, unfortunately, the world would be a better place. I mean, think of it. There's no internet, which means there's no social apps. Your phones are going to be probably attached to you somehow. Since we don't have an internet, we don't need a smartphone to look shit up. Mom and pop stores would still be prosperous. Hey, Arnie, speaking of COVID, how do you feel about the uh, Atlantic article offering to have a pandemic amnesty for all of the shit things that Democrats forced us to go through during the pandemic? I've seen the story, and I this is where I stand with it. I, we all... In some way or other, we all knew that this was all horseshit. Deep, deep, deep down in some people, deeper down in a lot of others, they knew that this was all a plot to, to control us, to control what we did. And I don't want, I don't want to relive it anymore. I want to move on from COVID. I want to pretend like COVID never happened. That's what I want to do. I just want to move on because we were all complicit in it. We all took part. And I'm not saying we did it in a bad way. We did it because we were forced to do it. And we didn't stand up to the people. We didn't stand up to the authorities and say no. Look, We didn't. Now, going out and rioting on the streets is not standing up to the authorities and saying no. No, that's being anarchists. There's a world of difference between not standing up for COVID and what happened with George Floyd. You didn't want us acting like George Floyd. Because once again, see, this is, this is why I keep telling you all this. Now, this Nancy Pelosi attack, it, once again, I don't believe it that it, it's some crazy right-wing MAGA person. But I'm telling you now, 
this is why you don't want to wake up that side. You let that side just fucking do their thing. Don't piss them off. Because they don't react properly. I'm sorry, they just don't. I'm a part of that. We don't react properly to things. Um, how about they just offer a fucking apology, right? I mean, it, it, just, hey, our bad. We're sorry. But I, I wish. But see, if they did that, then they would have to, they would have to admit that we were all right. And I don't think we're ever going to get that. It would slow the flow of information. Sometimes we get info so fast and react irrationally. We slow down. We have time to react and think clearly. Very, very true. All these fake apologies aren't real. It's just another way of groveling the bend the fucking knee. Yeah. I totally, I, look, I couldn't agree with you guys more. By the way, uh, I know we usually do this on Mondays, but congratulations. Congratulations are in, in order for the mayor of Chicago. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. Hey, on Halloween night, why don't we have a candlelight vigil? Hey, that's a great idea, Mayor. Where 14 people were shot around 9.30 Halloween night. Three children, ages 3, 11, and 13. The other victims are in their 30s and 50s. None of the victims were fatally wounded, but some are critical condition. Come on. Halloween night, you're telling people to gather in Chicago? If I was a mayor of Chicago, I'd come on TV. And you got to have that, that, that Midwestern accent. It's not quite Sheboygan in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, you betcha. But see, Chicago is uh, Chicago's a little bit more and right at you when they talk to you, you see. You see, I'm the mayor of Chicago, and I'm here to tell you, if you go out on Halloween night, you're probably going to get shot, okay? If you're on the south side, for sure, you're going to get shot. So what I'm telling you right now is stay inside, Chicago. Stay inside, watch the Blackhawks. Maybe Chicago Fire is on. Maybe Chicago PD is on. I don't know, but stay inside. That right there was a world-class Chicago accent. I just nailed Chicago. Nailed it. Nailed it. You see, because Wisconsin, a little different. A little bit more up. A little bit more pep. Ah, yeah, we're in Wisconsin, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Badger State, don't you know. And there's a little bit more of that don't you know kind of thing in there. But see, Chicago, they talk right at you. Right at you. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Good news is Chicago's uh, proposing a whole slew of new gun restriction laws, so these shootings should stop any time now. Duh, Bears. Holy shit, boss, you fucking nailed it. Yeah, Chicago's one of those fun accents. And the Boston one, the Boston one, uh, Park the Car, 
Yeah, it, it's just a, a longer than, yeah. You got to pack the car. You having any chowder? Straight fire only needs is to fix the gun violence problem. More restrictions always work. <laughs> oh, isn't that the truth? Uh, all right, last story here in the first segment. China is about to launch the, or they just did launch the third and final module needed to complete the Tingjong space station. So the uh, Chinese National Space Administration at its uh, Mejitin module arrived uh, in low Earth. It translates to dreams of heaven, and they are calling this a, a palace in the sky. Can you imagine? You walk in and... Stop that. The problem with the Chinese space station is it's made in China. (laughs) They got it from Wish. Oh. Uh Oh, the, the hangar door isn't working. Quick, alert someone. No, no. Tom, do you have anything to add? I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. reason I did that story. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was laughing yesterday in my chair when I was putting the show together and I saw this story and I said, well, <laughs> is the... I mean, I, I honestly, like what makes a better doorbell? And I know y'all are all laughing, so y- y'all can't call me a racist. I mean, is, is this a better doorbell? See, no, I think this is the ultimate doorbell. Either that or one of those. That's the default ringer on the Wish.com phone. If it's China, they have to call a happy palace like a restaurant. Oh, God. Was it built using ancient Chinese secret? Oh. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Uh-huh. Technology we took away from someone. Hee. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hell. 775-357-FANS. RDRadio1 at gmail.com. Standing down on Main Street across the Mr. Blues. My faded leather jacket, my weathered brogan shoes. A chill north wind was blowing, but the spring was coming on. As 
poll for college football. I don't want you to have a heart attack. No, I, I saw it last night when it was released. The new bowl rankings have come out. Playoff rankings, whatever the fuck they're being called. I can't argue with it. Look, man, I hate I hate Tennessee. You, we all know that I hate the University of Tennessee. They've had an incredible season so far. You can't take that away from them. They're scoring a billion points a game. They beat Alabama. Now, this weekend's going to be a little different. We're going to be, I believe we're going to be in Athens, Georgia, taking on the Bulldogs. I'm telling you all right now, what you should be worried about is that Tennessee will blow this. This is what I could see happening. Tennessee loses this week to Georgia. Tennessee will drop just a few spots, probably number five. And the other top four, uh, it's Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson. I believe Alabama is either fifth or sixth. What you have to worry about is Alabama then. Because if Georgia, if something happens to Clemson, because I don't believe Clemson is a top four team. I, I, I don't buy that at all. Ohio State, eh, barely. Um, but we could have three teams from the SEC in the college playoff this year. Bama is six, okay. But see, once again, I mean, Michigan, if Michigan is five right now, if Michigan loses their way against Ohio State. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they'd be bounced out. Alabama moves back in. At this point right now, I'm almost rooting for Tennessee. Because Tennessee, if they beat 
if they beat Georgia this week, Georgia will fall. There's still going to be two teams from the SEC in the playoffs. Sorry, not sorry. Whoever loses this weekend in Alabama. Well, well, I shouldn't say who loses this weekend. Uh, it, but, but it'll be two teams. Why did Michigan lose the spot? Michigan State is their nemesis. It's always a close game. It, because of gold, this was the new the, the new playoff system. I don't know why they lost a spot. I don't know why teams lose spots when they win games. I've seen it happen my entire life. I don't understand it. I don't understand when, it, when a team loses how they don't drop exponentially. I just don't get it. Because they suck the clock, cock of Clemson. Yeah, I, I, I don't get the Clemson thing. Uh, I mean, look, look. Remember the the brain trust that were in charge in college football season had Notre Dame in the top ten. I told you that was a mistake. I told you it was a mistake for Oklahoma to be in the top five. Brand new coach, brand new quarterback. I told you, it's not because I hate Oklahoma. It's because at least I'm paying attention. Longhorns aren't there yet. They're still somewhere in the middle of the road until they fucking get out of their own goddamn way. I mean, remember SC slipped somehow up all in there? SC's in the top ten. They're not top ten program. Come on. You got to hope. This is what you got to hope for in college football. And, and once again, you hope in one hand and shit in the other. You hope for the fucking gigantic upset. You hope that the Iron Bowl goes somehow in the way of Auburn this year, which it won't. I'm sorry, Warbird. I know I, I'm speaking... I'm speaking jive right now to you. But you need that upset. You need Alabama to get upset to get out of there somehow. You need Tennessee to drop two quick games. Georgia and somebody else, that luster will be gone from them. I don't know if I see it happening, though. I mean, they're a pretty good team. I don't know what their schedule's like. Let, let's see. Since I'm doing a show here, let's see. Uh, teams. All right, so what do I think will happen the rest of the way through? All right, here we go. Uh, schedule for Alabama. Let's see. We got uh, – they're off this week. So you got LSU still, number 10 LSU, tough game. Ole Miss, tough game. Uh, and then Auburn, which is a rivalry game, and that's always a tough game. There's your likelihood of a team to possibly lose. Possibly. Uh, let's see what we got here now. Uh, let's go, uh, Georgia Bulldogs. I see them losing, but, uh, okay. Got Tennessee this week, Mississippi state. They won't lose there. They won't lose to Kentucky and they won't lose to Georgia tech. And then the last one, the Tennessee shit bags. See, I, I, I remember what they are. Uh, LSU will be tough, and Ole Miss will be. Oh, I, I agree. War, Warbird, you got a tough schedule compared to these shitbags. Uh, Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. 
Yeah, if 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 Tennessee gets by Georgia, they're looking at an undefeated season. God, that makes me want to puke. That just makes me want to puke. This is the only game until the SEC championship that they've got. Whew, it's going to be – if any team can miss it, though, the Tennessee Volunteers can. God bless you, Tennessee. I'm looking forward to watching this disintegration. You lose to Georgia and then one of those last ones, you're done. Now, we had an interesting thing happen this weekend. White Utah teenagers are slammed, and they want them charged with hate crimes for dressing up in blackface, going out as cops and robbers. Uh, The youngsters responded in a video outside of Cedar uh, City, Utah. Here we go. The, oh, oh, they interviewed him. Okay, here you, we you go. You guys are not going to get into a college. You guys are not going to get any scholarships because this is a hate crime. We all dropped out of high school. It's okay. <laughs> if I still don't think it's appropriate for you guys to be doing this. It's it's really it's it's really not funny. All right. So of course somebody had to go up to them and and give them their their what's for. Now, do I think that this is right? Well, I've been told and I've been taught that white people wearing blackface is not okay. But if you're Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, or Howard Stern, it's perfectly okay. And celebrated. So we'll have to see. If any of these young men in this Walmart photo with their black face on will will rise to that occasion someday. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I forgot Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Yes, yes, Yvonne, or isn't that his name or whatever, but but the Prime Minister he he did blackface too. Okay for him. So one of these guys is going to become the, the chancellor or premier of Canada. Another one will be, the other two will be doing late night television shows. I would have bought a picture of Eddie Murphy playing a Jew and coming to America. Oh, he was fantastic. Oh, Eddie Murphy did that a bunch of times. Get your facts straight. Trudeau wore brown face. I'm sorry. My bad. But he was still allowed to do it. Now, now look. Do I think it's in good taste? No. I, th- I, I, knowing the history of this, and it uh, like like this is. I love how we all we want to dance and say, okay, these kids can do that. Sure. I mean, I don't think they can because the history of it's so based in racism. I hate it. Do you know that that even if there was a black person that became an actor in the early 1900s, they still made them put on the black face paint? 
It was a degrading process. Now, do I get it? Oh, I'm sorry. I left one name off there. Robert Downey Jr. We totally let him get away with it, too. I would just like to know what I need in order to get away with it. Because if I can get away with it, I'll do it. But I don't think these kids are going to end up getting away with it. That girl, you guys aren't going to get any scholarships. You guys aren't. She's probably right. Well, he did a great job, and he did do a great job in Tropic Thunder. But still, you know, when we talk about this, because this is one of those stories that keeps coming back, and of course it's Halloween, so of course it's going to come back. I remember the little girl, uh, uh, Julianne Huff. Remember her from that Dancing with the Stars show? She went as somebody from Orange is the New Black, and she put blackface on, and it was okay. And then, like, a year and a half later, it was bad. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I remember calling her out. I called her out when we were on the air when she went as that. I was like, you can't do that. Oh, you're being sensitive. It's a funny costume. She's playing somebody. And I was like, okay, but you can't do that. Sure enough, two years later, it came back. Everybody was against her for it. And then everybody on the show that I was on was like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. I was sitting there. I was like, wait a second. What the fuck world am I living in right now? Tom and Tom from In Living Color said it's okay. The one thing I'll miss about Biden, there's always 27% chance he shows up to a bit in blackface. Oh, God damn. Oh. I, I, would, I would piss the floor. I would literally piss the floor if Joe Biden showed up doing like a mammy. Oh, dear God. I would be dead. Let it be at Kamala's birthday. He dresses up as Kamala. Somebody needs to slip him a note thinking that's a good idea. Because if he thinks it's a good idea, Joe's going to fucking do it. He's the man. You know, you know how like the presidents all have code names at the White House. They, like George W. Bush was like Geronimo, and they all have these crazy names. Is Joe Biden's secret name this way, sir? <laughs> this way, sir. My motherfuckers are getting lost more and more all the time. Oh, God. If Joe wears blackface, it needs to be popping out of a giant watermelon like bachelor party cake, and he sings Mammy to Kamala or sexual healing. That would be, that would probably be the worst moment in American history. Like, we would probably go to war. There would be finally a race war. Now, it would be the the worst time in American history, and I would say the funniest time in American history if a president did that. If Joe Biden did that, it would not miss, the comedy level would not miss on my part. Yes, I will be fighting in the streets. 
but I will be laughing at the reason why we're fighting. Oh, he shows up like Ted Danson. There's another guy who got away with it. I'm sorry. These kids can't get away with it, but Ted Danson can. I wonder if this story is going to be on The View today. Hey, Whoopi, what do you think about that? Oh, didn't you have a husband that did that, Whoopi? That would make you an expert on this. Finally. Finally, you are an expert at something. Congratulations. Now, yesterday we, we debuted the, the If series. I think we had some fun with it with Tommy here. Yesterday's If scenario was, if you could kick the shit out of one superhero, who would it be and why? And I explained to you that I went through a litany of different superheroes who I did not like. Landing on the ultimate terrible one. God damn it, Warbird, I love you. The picture he just sent me. Good God. Um, <laughs> the flavor of Warbird. Um, and I went through the litany of characters, Aquaman, stupid, you know. And, and Tommy picked the Wonder Twins. I picked Hawkman because I thought it was stupid that Hawkman needed a plane to fly due to the fact that he is, in fact, Hawkman. See, Spider-Man is part spider, part man. Hawkman then would in turn be part hawk, part man. And if you're going to be part hawk, I hope it's not the fact that you were born with talons and no wings. Today's if. And none of these are going to be fun or easy or, or, or enlightening. It's just one of these things that... I'm going to make you think about things that you don't want to think about. Kind of like the world without the internet. That was kind of the first if question today. But if you could only eat one sort of meat, and I'm going to be very, very stringent on this one. You can't just say steak and, and, and rotate New York strip, T-bone, ribeye. I want the cut. If you pick ribs, you pick ribs. What is the, if you could only eat one kind of meat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Now, I'm going to give you time. Tube steak. Uh, sure, Arnie picked the superhero played by a black guy. Hawkman was black. Saturday mornings, Hawkman was white. Ogre says chicken. I've thought about this. It's going to be tough for me because I love pork. I like chicken. like chicken a lot. Uh, chicken so much more you can do with it. Bone-in prime ribeye. In the newest rock movie, he's black. Okay. A Warbird says T-bone. Douglas says tomahawk ribeye or prime rib. I am going to go with just a ribeye. Bone in ribeye. For the rest of my life, I, I don't care that there's not much more you can do with it. You don't need to do anything more to it. Salt, pepper, grill. I'm good. 
Now, if I got to eat a bunch of damn vegetables with it, that's fine. I am going to be eating ribeyes for the rest of my life. Filet mignon, it's pronounced filet, not filet. Kamala would choose dick, yeah. Yeah, pork would be my second because, you, no, no, you can't just pick pork. See, 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 here's the thing. You can't just go pork. I want to know, is it pork ribs? Is it pork shoulder? Is it pulled pork? Is it bacon? See, I'm not even talking about grounding my ribeye down into a hamburger where I have something else. I'm not going to break the rules. I will eat nothing but ribeyes. The only meat the rest of my life I'd eat would be ribeye. Battleborn says brisket, not a bad choice. Just these are the, I, 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 every once in a while I have these epiphanies, and that's why I came up with this if segment. I need to come up with, like, music for it and a, and, and, a, and a bed. Maybe I'll ask tonight. Oh, tonight I'm supposed to be recording the uh, Mikey podcast. So, uh, so hopefully maybe he can send me some new recording stuff. So I need some new stuff. Maybe I'll hit him up for that because he kind of owes me. There you go. All right. There you go. All right. Now, now see, see, I, I, I ask you, and then I reward you with a chick fight. Oh, that's right. I said it, a chick fight. Now, I haven't watched this yet, but I've heard it's made its way around everywhere, and this is the LSU old women's soccer match, a soccer fight. Here we go. Oh, there's a fight. Oh, my God. There's sluggins going on. Oh, more punches to the back of the head. Oh, there's another LSU girl going after her. Uh-oh, it is getting testy. My gosh. That was a, a tad bit of a little bit of a slobber knocker. Wasn't really. Come on, let's go after her again. Okay, somebody's walking back. Okay, we're running. How about we go? Let's go. Come on, throw some fights. Oh, that's it? That wasn't that good of a fight. I don't know why. Was that on because it was girls fighting? Boo. 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 What's Kamala's favorite vegetable to put in her mouth? Joe Biden. Yeah, I got to take a picture of that one. Oh, all right. Um, did anybody pay? I, I know that this weekend was Halloween, and we had all the people doing their dirty outfits and everything. Did anybody get to see Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox? Yeah, well, I, I guess they went out a couple times. They went out once as Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson. Then they went out as a like a, a sexual religious couple, like a priest, and I guess he was videotaped doing cocaine off her boobs. Let me just say this right now. What Megan Fox is doing right now is straight-up trash. She is somebody's mama, y'all. Look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying you can't have fun after you become a mom. But you can't be seen, like, on your knees to a priest holding up a, a glass of wine and you snorting coke off each other. You can't do that. 
someone wrote, women really do love you, but please leave religion out of your costumes. The, these two are a couple of... I, I, I'm a tad bit grossed out by them. It's a little much. I mean, you, you know, I always envision her big-ass thumbs coming into play. Emily Ratajkowski comes out and says, I don't really believe in straight people. Thank God nobody is hiring you for your mind. That could be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You, you don't believe in straight people. All right, I, I don't know what that means. But okay. I'm not even going to look into it because I think it's too stupid. Harry Potter star Daniel Radcliffe doubles down on denouncing J.K. Rowling's. Hey, thanks for my fame and fortune. Fuck you. Boy, I tell you what. You know what? In the world of ass whoopings. See, I, I think we need to change the world structure. To when you fuck up, you get an ass whooping. You don't necessarily go to jail. I think I think what happens is you, you, you're seen in front of a, a jury of your peers, and they're like, all right, you get like a, a six-minute ass whooping. You commit murder, that's like, you know, you, that, that's like a two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-hour ass whooping. I mean, constant ass whooping. You're probably going to die in the middle of it. And then there are people that open their mouths that need an ass whooping. And I think Daniel Radcliffe's one of them. J.K. Rowling's came out, and she said that she doesn't believe that you can call yourself a woman without having a period or something like that. She said this. And she got all this backlash from the transgender community, all 2% of them. Right? So much so that they didn't even invite her to the, the, the anniversary show get-together that HBO Max did with Harry Potter. The woman who invented Harry Potter. Some school changed the name of Quidditch, the, the game in Harry. I've never seen the movie. I know the game, though. The game where they're on their brooms and there's a ball or something, right? They changed the name of the game because they didn't want to have any Harry Potter references due to the fact that J.K. Rowling is a transgender-phobic. A game she invented. I'd like to point that out. She invented the game. She invented Harry Potter. And Daniel Radcliffe, next to your mama, she's the next closest thing to inventing you. All you should say to J.K. Rowling's is thank you. That's all. When it comes to her transgender comments, easy thing. No comment. No comment. Move on. No comment. But you want to double down on it? The woman that made I hate that. I hate that more than anything. Daniel Radcliffe, you wouldn't be shit without her. Uh, JK should put Harry Potter rights on the line in a ladder match. She'll have plenty of time to climb the ladder while I whoop Radcliffe's ass 
after she wins, she can nail snail trail his face and say, you're welcome for your career. Anybody watch this this police video of Heidi Klum, or Hope Solo getting yanked out of the cop car? I I ain't watched it. I I could care less about Hope Solo. I mean, she's a female soccer player, so there you go. You mean J.K. Rowling, the same woman who wrote the story as a metaphor for gay people and women and minorities? Yeah, that one. Going back to Hawkman, Arnie, you still need to watch Black Adam. I have eagerly waiting your angry rant about this movie. Uh, also with today's What If, uh, I'm going to have to go with hamburgers. If I can only have one meat dish forever, I'm sticking with every type of burger combination. I can't live without. Okay, fair enough. Fair Burgers. Now, see, that's a legal loophole. There is a legal loophole. Good for you, Christopher, to find that legal loophole in that. The fact that you pick burgers, that means you have burger patties. You can put whatever the fuck you want on top of it. I can put whatever the fuck I want on my damn steak. Uh, I'm 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 trying to watch it on uh, on uh, what you call it on my uh, a fire stick. Uh, I'll try to watch it this week because I, I I need to see this this rant and go on a rant against fucking Hawkman. The stupidest fucking thing ever. Yeah, so Radcliffe is going to give back the money he made from the movies? Well, no, 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 no. No, in, in the immortal words of Alec Baldwin. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to keep all the money I made from Harry Potter thanks to this nice lady who wrote the book. About a dork. By the way, he can call J.K. Rowling and say, Hey, J.K., thanks for letting me get my dick wet. The only reason Daniel Radcliffe ever got laid is because he's Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe is literally that lifetime role away from working in a travel bookstore in London. And not even owning it, but working there. Hourly. Oh, cheerio. Would you like a book about Istanbul? Who the fuck are you, Daniel Radcliffe? You weak little limey fuck. (laughs) And I'm so picturing him. If you've ever seen the movie Notting Hill, you'll know that reference I got from the travel bookstore. The guy that worked with Hugh Grant, the just total dork loser, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe is not a slayer of ass. It's like saying Elijah Wood could fucking go down and and chop down some puh anytime he wanted to if he wasn't Elijah Wood. If Elijah Wood wasn't an actor with that name, he'd probably be making some kind of like hemp clothing somewhere. Ooh, what about Mount Rushmore of backstabbers? Daniel Radcliffe, Beyonce, LeBron, Rob. 
Bert Klein. Oh, man, that Rob. Bert Klein. That guy, he is fucking terrible. That one's not bad. That one's not bad at all. All right, Meghan Markle's in the news. It lying once again. She details her whirlwind Montecito routine, including prepping Archie's lunchbox, feeding their three dogs, and making breakfast for the family, which is very important to her. Now, hold on a second here. Let me just... uh, And then... A woman who's currently living in a $14 million mansion. A $14 million mansion for a woman, her husband, and two little kids. Archie, who's three, and Lilibet, who's one. Oh, wow, you're prepping his lunchbox, huh, at three. Boy, that's got to take some work, huh? Are you busy cutting the crust off the bread, hon? Speaking to one of her guests, um, she revealed what mornings are like for her and the Duke. Describing my morning rush revealed how she and Prince Harry start their day off by looking after the children from prepping the lunchbox for a three-year-old to feeding their three dogs and making breakfast for the family. Which, by the way, uh, I'm just going to, one more time, one more time here. All right, I I need a cooking segment in from her. I need to see what you're making. If if, if making breakfast is so important to you, now look, I I I don't do a lot of cooking. The one thing that I know that I can cook is breakfast. I can make potatoes. I I can not. I can't make potatoes from scratch. I'm not God. I can make biscuits from scratch. Uh, any kind of egg, uh, gravy. Homemade country gravy, I'll make you that. I love making breakfast. Now, I need to see what she can do. Dollars to donuts. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! This bitch can't fry an egg. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the truth right here, right now, ass family. I am calling Meghan Markle out. I want to see her properly fry an egg. Because I'm going to tell you right now, she ain't doing nothing damn cooking. She ain't feeding no damn dogs. By the way, by the way, I have a 195-pound French Mastiff who I have to feed every morning. Do you know how long it takes? I walk to his food. I fill it up. I put some water in there for, like, a gravy effect, and I put it down. Whew! Boy, am I tired. Boy, that winded me. Uh, damn, feeding that dog. And I guarantee you, he's ten times the size of any dog you got. Meccan can save lunch packing time by adopting an Ethiopian. Uh, 
know, Harry doesn't know his way around there either. I would imagine at one point in Harry's life he had royal feeders. Everything that you saw in Coming to America is real. The royal bathers, real. All that shit, real. 100%. I have to get Lilibet ready. Well, you're the mother, and I'm sure with the nannies that you have, they're not helping out. And your mother, who also lives there some of the time. Zach says, I call BS. She barks at the help and sipping coffee. That's her morning. I say that she wakes up whenever she feels like. There's no alarm there. Kids have probably been up for hours. She comes in, gets a cup of coffee. Like, don't talk to me before my motherfucking coffee. See, I like to think of this. I like to think that Megan at home is gangster as shit. I like to think that Megan talks like Easy E. Yo, motherfucker. What's your sorry ass up to this morning? Can you imagine that if she was like total hoochie mama? I got to go get some extensions. Got to get some extensions in. Girl, I'm beyond Oprah. What, what? Full on using the N-word. Hard R, soft R, all of them. That's what I see her as. Shit, Harry had someone yell wiper. Yeah. Don't need to vacuum to clean their floor because England sucks. Yeah, I, I, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying what you're saying. It's selling there, Megan. You're this just regular old housewife. You and the old hubby making it making it work somehow in a $14 million mansion. Boy, these kids are they're showing strength. <laughs> to all everybody out there that works for paychecks, sometimes struggles to make the ends meet. I want you to think about how hard Meghan Markle has it. The next time you're doing overtime. So you can afford from some some cleats for soccer or football or baseball or whatever for the kids. When you're working that overtime, I want you to think how lucky you are to be working that overtime. It could be a lot worse. You could be Meghan Markle. Oh, you know, she treats her white maids and servants like Chaka Luther King and Jay and Silent Bob strike back. She's all like, you hate working for a black woman, right? You cracker. There better not be any boogers in my fucking coffee. Oh, yeah, cracker. Yeah, that's what she calls Harry. Hey, cracker. Give me some of that cracker cock. Megan lights a cigarette before getting out of bed, drinks her Folgers with the smoke hanging out of the corner of her mouth. She lets the ash drop in her cup. No, you know, like, like she, she got them big. At home, she has the big extended fingernails. She's smoking cools. I, I I don't want to be too stereotypical. That's why I didn't say Newports. God damn, that's funny. Well, that's a fucking funny scene right there. See that right there, Saturday Night Live. That would fucking kill. 
that would absolutely kill. Coldplay to watermelon books. Oh, man. That is so funny. Now, Diamond Bottles of Grape Soda. Uh-huh. Give me some grape drink, Cracker. Now, I have a problem here. Now, and, and this is my, this is my problem. Her fine china's red solo cups. She hangs out with Whoa Vicky. You don't know who that is? Look it up. Now, I admit, this is my shortcoming. Because I have a hard time when it comes to shit like this. And I've, I've seen this guy interviewed. And I have to sit back and go, okay, where do I stand on this? Former mobster John Elite, who openly admits to killing six people as an enforcer for the Gambino crime family, is now joining the war against fentanyl after his daughter died taking Percocet laced with fentanyl. He said, there's no way I'm not going to fight for my daughter's life to mean something. Fentanyl has become the leading cause of death. This should scare the shit out of you and our border issue. The leading cause of death in the U.S. among adults between 18 and 45. Think about that. It replaced car accidents. Car accidents. She varies dinner occasionally. Instead of getting KFC, she orders churches. Oh, no self-respecting woman of color would ever order from churches. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about the fentanyl deaths of every other mook out there, but his daughter, holy shit, he's going to have a hoot now. This is where I, this is where I, look, look. This is a guy who was in the Gambino crime family. A family that dealt plenty of drugs out there and plenty of drugs that people used to OD on. Okay? I, 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 look, look. And this guy actually took six people's lives and brags about taking their lives. I don't want to meet up with this guy anytime soon. He's a, he's a bad motherfucker. But the fact of the matter is, is that whenever this happens, remember Stanley Tukey Williams, the, the longtime, what, Crip member? Was he a blood? I, I don't remember. Gang member? Murderer was in San Quentin forever, was being put to death, but he wrote a children's book and he found Jesus. And we're all supposed to forgive and, and let it go. I have a hard time. Cowboys Gross is more like Popeyes. Bingo. The only time that churches ever gets involved in the talk is when it's between churches and, like, grocery store fried chicken. 
because grocery for grocery store fried chicken is the worst. Churches is right there, but man. When I was in high school, the black junior ROTC candidates would make fun of everyone who got church's chicken, yet gleefully got it themselves. I mean, uh, look, look, I, I, a part of me, a small part of me feels terrible that he lost his daughter to this. This is awful. This fentanyl thing that's going on in this country right now is, is abhorrent. And our leaders are absolutely doing nothing to, to stop the the influx of fentanyl into our into our streets. But this guy's gonna change it. Okay. All right. Grocery store fried chicken looks down on raising canes. You know, I've never eaten at raising canes and I've heard it's not worth it. Knows I don't put Chick-fil-A in the thing, because Chick-fil-A is a chick sandwich place. We're talking fried chicken on the bone here. We ain't talking no chicken sandwiches. We're talking about on the bone. When I visit new cities, I know I'm in the wrong neighborhood if there's church's chicken. (laughs) Oh, goddamn, church is bad. They bleach their chicken. I don't know what that means. I, I've heard it. I, I guess that means they pour bleach on their chicken before they cook it. Yuck. That, that can't be good. That can't be good for you. All right, so those mobsters out there looking for the what, – what, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to take on – are you going to take on the cartels? Is that what you're going to do there, tough guy? More power to you. Why don't you get your gang and you go up against their gang and you fight it out? Then we'll see who's in charge of the fentanyl game. If a porn star can bleach your asshole, you can bleach a chicken. Uh, How dare I? How dare I? A couple of stories here about uh, some, some people who fucked up and you got caught fucking up. A Texas mother successfully chased off a suspected burglar after locking herself and her children in a bedroom and opening fire on the man. Uh, Hidalgo County Sheriff's deputies responded to a call of an active burglary in progress in Edinburgh, Texas, on Tuesday. Authorities say the unidentified homeowner had locked herself and her children in a bedroom. And the suspect, identified as Carlos Garcia, broke into the home through the garage. When he refused to leave after she said, I got a gun and I called the police, he tried to get in the bedroom and she shot once through the door. That was enough for him. He's like, all right, deuces. Police found him about 100 yards away from the house, arrested him. By the way, um, the shooting of the rapper yesterday, the, uh, the, the, the Migos fella, Takeoff, is that his name? Who got shot in the neck and her head, died, um, has prompted Deion Sanders to lock his football team down. They're playing in Houston this weekend. He's like, nope, nobody's leaving the hotel. He got a neck rash. 
So, yeah, so this guy, he got shot out. Police found him. And then there's an Indiana resident who beat the fucking living shit out of somebody that broke in their house. Here you go. I, I got the picture for you. Uh, a group of Indiana apartment residents beat up a would-be robber and kept him in custody until their own firearms, until authorities could show up. Kokomo police reported that Marl Tyler received facial injuries when he broke into the annex of the Kokomo apartments at 3 in the morning. Police arrived to show Mr. Tyler was been beaten up and held at gunpoint by three men who had been inside the apartment he had tried to enter. Boy, they polywopped the shit out of this kid. Hey, you play dumb games, you win dumb prizes. And one of the dumbest prizes you can ever win is a royal ass whooping. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, I, I don't know if he's going to try to press charges against them or what, but here, here's to those residents taking your fucking, taking your place back. God bless you. All right, last break coming up next. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
I've just been handed an Uh-oh. urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The Washington Commandos have released a statement saying that owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have hired Bank of America Securities to consider possible transactions including selling of the Washington Commandos. Ruh-roh. The NFL found the smoking gun. Oh, and th- th- this is... <sighs> this is so delicious in some circles, and then it's not in others. We know that the NFL has been doing an investigation into Dan Snyder and the Washington football team for at least three years now. We know that an investigation has caused John Gruden to lose his coaching job in Las Vegas due to emails he sent. The NFL has had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of emails sent and and all the workings of the Washington football team. And I guess they finally found their smoking gun. Because Daniel Snyder has said he'll never sell this team. He will die with this team. He first and foremost said he wouldn't change anything. I think they've been finding little things here and there. Because he first and foremost said he would never change the name of the team from the Redskins to this shit group, the Commandos. He did it, which meant they found something. But now he's talking about selling the team, and there, a lot of the NFL owners want him out anyway. And he's like, fuck you. You got to have reason, you got to have cause. They have found their cause. Now, will we ever know what the cause is? No. We probably won't because this is the arranged deal. He's allowed to sell the team and move on with his life. No harm, no foul. He's going to make a significant amount of money on this team that he purchased. And we'll probably never know what the smoking gun was. Two words. Epstein Island. Uh, I, 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 I'm telling you. I'm actually on Team Snyder on this. I want him to release the emails of Goodell and other owners. Now that would be juicy. Well... Maybe that, that, knowing that Daniel Snyder is an asshole, and he is, maybe he does that. Maybe he sells the team and then says, well, fuck you. Now, granted, if he did that, then the NFL would give up the smoking gun. So we got to see who's going to budge. The first big budge has now been the Snyder's willing to sell the team. 
I can't imagine. Like, it, like if I was the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, do you know how happy I'd be? I'd be a lot happier than Jerry Jones is. See, but mainly I'd be happy because, A, I own the uh, team that won the Super Bowl every fucking year in existence. Because that's what I would bring as an owner. We're going to win every single year. We're going to have the right people in the places. I'm not going to vote for salary caps. Fuck salary caps. We're going to get the right people in places. I am not the general manager. I'm just the guy who forks out the money and then reaps all the rewards. That's what I do. I hire the best. I, I, to, to take that away from me, I mean, in essence, they're taking this man's football team away from him. They're forcing him to sell it. Not a fan of his, but blow them all up. He said he has evidence. We will see. I'd love to see it. I'd love to know. I think Roger Goodell has been the worst thing to ever happen to the NFL. And that includes head injuries. I'm not saying this because I like Dave Portnoy. I have long said that Roger Goodell is the devil. He's a socialist. How do I know he's a socialist? He wants everybody to win. The creepy Amazon owner will be happy. Oh, I hope Jeff Bezos doesn't buy them. God. We can make another one of those wheels. What did the NFL find out? Pedo cheating on his wife. Meth habit. He puts pineapple on pizza. Extra, extra. Something terrible. Yeah. Um... Has to sell his team, man. Oh man! And I mean, this guy—I I see a picture of him and his wife sitting someplace, and all they wear is burgundy and gold everywhere they go. Like he's got a suit on, but he's got a burgundy tie. She's got some leather jacket. Was she a stripper before or something? Is that—is that where he got her from? She's out of his league. Elon needs to buy him and rename him the Redskins. That would be fantastic. Now, as a Cowboy fan seeing this, you know, the Redskins at one time were one of our biggest rivals. Now it's the Eagles. Never liked the Redskins. Never liked anything about them. Um, I just hope that this doesn't bring a, a good owner in. Like, I, I'm kind of happy with the way new ownership groups have gone lately. Look at the Broncos. The Broncos suck donkey dick right now. Why? New owners. Whenever you get new ownership in place, bad things happen. So I know the Redskins are going to be fucking terrible, or the Commandos, whatever the fuck they are. They're going to be terrible for another at least five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. If anybody can really tell me what the secret is with the Giants, I'd like to know. Did they have an off day with the Cowboys? Is that what it was? Because I'm not saying this as, a, as an over-the-top Cowboy fan. I'll say this as an over-the-top football fan. When I watched the Cowboys play the Giants, the Cowboys beat that ass. And that was with a backup quarterback. Once again, I don't understand the New York Giants and, and all this love. Now, Philadelphia, I get. They got good players. Okay, we got to worry about Philly. Okay, no problem. 
But the rest of this division is Cowboys Philly for the next 20 years. All right, kick ass. I know I've got a division championship every year. Ogre, ogre, ogre. Astrologers are warning that for the next three months, we will be on an unpredictable roller coaster thanks to a rare Mars retrograde. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I thought this was astronomy. I thought we were going to have something hit the Earth. Oh, this is whack job talk. This is fucking, oh, criminy. I'm sorry. Ogre, never mind. I'm an idiot. The Mars retrograde, which can ruin friendships, decrease motivation, and destroy your sex drive. The Mars retrograde, which will be kicked off on October 30th and will end on January 12th, is to be more intense than usual. If you believe in this crap, I kind of sold where I stand on it, didn't I? I'm sorry. If you believe in this study of astrology and, and you're, you're big in it, and I, and I have a, a very good friend of mine has changed her life and is leading a life that, that's governed by the stars. She seems very happy, very, very, very happy. I, I can't argue. Look, good for them. I think it's dumb. Mars retrograde and all the astrological shit is about as worthy as the Klingons of Uranus. Uh, this might help Cowboy fans out. If he has things on old Jerry, you could finally get a new owner. I'll tell you this right now. Jerry Jones is the Ric Flair, woo, of the NFL. Jerry Jones is the dirtiest player in the game. In my opinion. And Jerry Jones has so much dirt on everybody. That whatever dirt people have on Jerry is nothing compared to what he has on other people. You hear stories about the old days of the NFL, and I believe them, and mainly I believe them because they're true. Did you know that Lawrence Taylor would hire hookers and send them to the offensive lineman's room the night before a game to tire them out before the next day? Yeah, he did that. The old uh, coach, George Allen, who coached the Washington Redskins, used to rent out the top two floors of the Days Inn in Dallas, Texas, that overlooked the Dallas Cowboys training field. Now, was he ever there? Nobody knows. But he rented those out because that's what those guys, they play all these kind of weird mind tricks with you. And when you got Jerry Jones money, you can play plenty of mind tricks on people. Uh, let's see. Jerry Jones was the third person at the Pelosi house. Jesus. No, that's the one thing. I don't think you can say that Jerry's done that. 
Jerry's a good old boy from Arkansas. I, I don't think he's a good old boy from Money, Arkansas. Being from Money, Arkansas is a lot different than being from like Hills, Arkansas. I, I would venture to say that the word aphobe would be used after Jerry Jones's name when talking on that subject. Blink-182 is estimated to make at least $50 million on their tour in 2023. Good for them. They should. Jerry Jones was on the grassy knoll. I said it. I said it. Oh, Jerry, I'm just telling you right now, Jerry Jones has got shit on so many people. I said it. I said I said it. (laughs) Jerry Jones could do this. It's hard to sit up in hooters with a Bible in your hand. Jerry Jones could do it. You know what? Hold on a second. Let, 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 let me rephrase that. I, w- I shouldn't say Jerry Jones could do that. But let me change that to Jerry Jones would do that. I mean, look, this is a guy who let his wife put up fucking art in the damn Cowboy Stadium, and it's like really, really expensive art. It's like $200 million worth of art in a damn stadium. He's just like, yeah, put it up, fucking A. And by the way, there is a flaw in the Cowboys tour. I don't know if they fixed it. And I did not point it out, and I feel bad that I didn't point it out. If you ever take the tour of Cowboys Stadium, you'll notice that all the pictures before Jerry Jones on the team are in black and white. And all the the pictures that, that since Jerry Jones is on the team are in color. And it's not a a dig on the, the old days or anything like that. But they do have a color picture up in there, and it is not of a time when Jerry owned the Cowboys. And I almost stopped the tour to point that out, but I didn't. Looking back on, I failed as a Cowboy fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Gold, you're absolutely right about that. Well, shit, and he's a Clinton untouchable. Both from Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Tickets to Blink are like $150 plus. Yeah, they, concerts now are ridiculous. And I don't know if that's due to second party already or or what. Like, I don't even know how to buy tickets anymore. You got to buy a ticket from Ticketmaster. Is that a second party now? Or it, oh, Fuck, it's so, it's so confusing. So confusing. By the way, get ready because AI is taking over again. That's right. Skynet is real, friends. Artificial intelligence is being used to communicate with animals. And that could soon provide the same ability to humans. Well, the first thing the AI is going to do is turn the animals on us. Oh, oh, this this will make you even feel better about it. A team of German researchers. Well, that's lovely. Train the AI to mimic a honeybee's waggle dance. The AI powered a robot inside a hive which controlled the bee's movements. There you go. Now we have Germans in charge of bees. Nice to know, everybody. First thing you're going to do is go after everybody with a bee allergy. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when they start moving up. Oh, they're going to get in the fish world. They're going to get you aquatic people. They're going to control sharks and orcas, and they're going to start eating people. Bears are going to be coming in now to coffee shops, laser tag rooms, video poker houses. I, I don't care where you are. Bears are coming in there now. AI is fucking controlling them. See, AI doesn't need humans. Skynet doesn't need humans. Skynet can it, 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 it can it can it can serve itself. See, what they're going to do is they're going to control the animals to get rid of the humans, and then control the human population with the animals. Oh, if I've seen this once, I've seen it a hundred times. It's good that you didn't point out that picture, Arnie. Nobody likes a Christopher. I began to use Christopher in place of the phrase big, fat, fucking smartass. No, see, I, I feel like I let the people down on that tour that I knew more about the Cowboys than the tour guide. I could have given that tour. I mean, I didn't know where I was going because I'd never been to the stadium before in that capacity. But all the history stuff, yeah, you just, yeah, I, I'll put on a show for you. The AI is already controlling Alec Baldwin's trigger finger. Uh, uh, I bet you that's what it was. I bet you if we look. No, no, no. It wasn't me. It was AI. Skynet is here to take over, everybody. Get ready. Today, your little chihuahua is going to be sitting on your lap. Tomorrow, it's going to be at your jugular. If they can, if German researchers can control bees, we're lucky we're still alive right now. Can you imagine if that intel would have happened in World War II? What that certain little Austrian would have done with the bees that they controlled? I'm thinking of selling a kidney to go see George Strait. I know. He, well, you're up in Seattle. He's playing Seattle. How much is it? It was like three eighty-five, three three hundred, something like that. He would have gotten rid of the juju. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Ah, in a story that my grandmother would be proud of. Picking your nose may raise the risk of dementia. <laughs> Digging your nose could eventually give you Alzheimer's, the study suggests. Researchers found that bacteria can reach the brain via the olfactory canal. Picking your nose will remove some of the body's defense from the occurring. A nervous system infected by bacteria will find plaques likened to the disease. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ogre, you're fucked. I'm fucked. My grandmother. Who, who, now, now, look, I'm not going to repeat this story like three times. I pro, I'm not going to do that bit here today. I did that bit last time we had an Alzheimer's. I got to catch you guys off guard with that. My grandmother, who did have Alzheimer's, used to tell me, Arnie, if you don't pick your nose, 
ants will grow up there. I'm not kidding you. Okay? She used to tell me that. And I wrote this in my stand-up routine, and I, I used a line like, wow, that's a tough line, a lesson for a senior in high school to learn, because that's the funny part. It, it happened when I was 11. I'll never forget. I was sitting in class. I was sitting in Miss Silva's class, and I had kind of a crush on Miss Silva. And we're, she's sitting there, you know, talking to us about whatever the fuck she's talking about. And I'm fucking, I, I'm, I'm wrist deep. I'm digging around in there. And she's like, she stops and she looks at me. She goes, Arnie, can you please stop picking your nose? She says, do you know how gross that is? And I said, well, I have to. And she goes, why? So I was going to drop some knowledge on her. I said, well, Miss Silva, if you don't pick your nose, ants will grow up there. Hmm. And I did not use the phrase, according to my grandmother. I just said that, and the entire classroom laughed at me. And she informed me that there is no way on earth that ants can grow in your nose. So there you go. $300 for nosebleed seats. Jesus. Boy, oh boy. It's expensive to see shows now. We saw this happen last month. It happened again. Jetstar passenger with a disability says she was humiliated after having to crawl off the plane to get to her wheelchair. She had to use her hands to lift her body down the plane's aisle after it landed in Bangkok. After the plane landed, she told that she would have to pay extra to use a special wheelchair that fits in the plane's aisle. She said she refused the service because it's normally free. She said, no, no, this is usually free. I ain't going to pay for this. And she, like, hobbled down there. A Queensland woman with a disability has been... Okay, I don't want to play. A Queensland woman with a disability... Queensland woman with a disability has been filmed crawling along the aisle of a Jetstar flight after she was asked to pay to be transferred from her seat. Natalie Curtis says as she was leaving the plane, staff asked her to fork out for a special transfer wheelchair to get off the flight. She refused because that service is normally free. Wow. Man, that's a tough one to tell somebody, no, you got to hobble your ass on out of here. That's kind of cold-blooded. My wife asked why I always fuck uh, on top and pick my nose. I replied, my dad said I never fuck up and keep your nose clean. <laughs> you know, Charlton Eston also had Alzheimer's. What? That's weird. That's a weird, that's a weird comment. I have this story, and look, I'm not going to do my normal thing because usually I have to catch you guys off guard on this. My grandmother, who had Alzheimer's, there's a story out there that says digging in your nose could eventually give you Alzheimer's. Nervous system infected by bacteria will found plaque linking to the disease. Now, look, like, like I tell you this story because it, it is true. 
And I did it in my stand-up, and I, I ended it with a comedic line, like, oh, that was a tough one for a senior to learn. But my grandmother used to tell me that if I didn't pick my nose, ants would grow up there. So one day I was sitting in class, in, in Miss Silva's class, and I had a crush on Miss Silva. And she's giving her lecture. I don't know what she's talking about. And I am wrist deep. And Miss Silva stops, and she says, hey, uh, th- that's kind of gross. Can you stop that? And I was like, well, no, I can't. And then I had to inform her, drop some knowledge on her, that if I don't pick my nose, ants will grow in there. I did not use the phrase according to my grandmother, though. Thank you. Thank you very much. This airline was like, we have all this extra money. Let's get sued and spend it. Hey, Arnie, are you going to tell us about your grandmother suing or telling you to pick your nose? Well, that's weird to bring up. Uh, Grandma Edna, didn't she paint the car with house paint and put potato chips in the oven? She didn't do the potato chips in the oven. Grandma Edna did do the paint on the car, though. Yeah, yeah, she would paint the, the, the car with blue house paint, chrome and all. She had uh, thumbtacks that was holding the upholstery inside. And the best part of that 1946 Ford Falcon was this. Yes, it was a 1946 Ford Falcon that still somehow ran. I don't know how. But in the back passenger seat, the floorboard was rusted open. There was a giant hole in the floorboard. Now, I say giant because I was a little kid at the time, and I could put my whole hand out there, and I could touch the pavement when we were driving. And I would wave to cars behind us when we were driving. My grandma's like, oh, get your goddamn hand out of there. Jesus, George, George, you got to get in the right-hand lane. We're going to have to turn in seven miles in the right, so get to the right-hand lane. Jesus Christ, you drive like an idiot, George. Damn, that plane was crawling with pussy. Hey, now. Oh, man. I, I tell you, everybody asks me who my dream guests would be. A lot of people think I would say Stone Cold Steve Austin and George Strait. And those are not bad choices. If I could have a who's who on this couch... I would have Jerry and Edna in here. I would let those two just talk. I would let her talk and let her talk about the the world today. Holy Jesus. I think I would just say good morning, everybody, and then I'd be done for the rest of the show. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. Damn, damn, damn. You know, I told you guys about picking your nose, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Did that. Now, this is a little weird. Timothy Allen Allison was arrested in Solano County recently after a brief struggle. Authorities found Mr. Allison allegedly hiding inside the closet in possession of a black and white glove, 
a folding knife, and black duct tape. He was hiding in the, 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 the closet of a woman, age unknown, who called police after hearing noises from the bedroom of her home in San Francisco. The woman was not physically harmed and stayed on the phone to police while she waited for outside. Fr- now, isn't this a weird story? We had somebody break in to a house in San Francisco, and I totally didn't see the relevance of this story until now. Police stayed on the phone with her the entire time. What happened with the Paul Pelosi incident? This woman wasn't physically harmed. Oh, this is so funny. This is, I mean, it's not funny for her. Weird, I thought I'd be your dream guest. Yeah, well, you know, that's the ultimate dream. I, I mean, I know when, when dreams can't come true, I mean, you know, it, it just is. So dude had a glove, a box cutter, and duct tape. I do believe rape was on the menu. Tonight's main course will be rape with a side dish of sodomy. That is not a folding knife. That's a box cutter. That's what they used at 9-11. This isn't like an old buck knife. The victim was physically unharmed, and uh, police showed up. I guess they caught the guy in the closet. Like, once you hear her on the phone with 911, why are you still there? Like, you know she's not coming out. You know, she's probably figured it out. Like, is this guy sitting in there going, fuck, this bitch takes forever to get ready to go to bed. Man, oh, man. He's just waiting. God damn, this bitch is long. Door finally opens. He's like, all right, it's go time. And a bunch of cops. Fuck. I could have gotten out of here. I mean, how, what, was the, what was the response time by the police? Good Lord. Some great police work there, San Francisco. Your response time is optimum. You need, you need to share that with the rest of the world. All right, final story, and this is the ultimate male right here, boy. I tell you what, this guy right here wins the Cock and Balls Award win of the day. This is in, uh, it looks like it's in China. Yeah, that's what they're saying. A girl was in the park outside of the Chimay Museum when witnesses reported her running and screaming as a goose was chasing after her. Now, once again, once again, this is in China. And we're to believe that a bat gave the entire world the pandemic. 
Who knows what their geese have? I'm just saying. So this young girl is running from Godzilla or a goose when Grandpa gets called into action. And let me tell you, action is what Grandpa provides. Grandpa picks up the girl as the goose gets closer. The man backs up a few steps. So you're thinking, Everybody was fighting. You're, 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 you're thinking this. He's in China. It, 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 his granddaughter's fixing to get hurt by a goose. If a man comes attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi ya him, right? Right, right. You think he's going to get hi ya The man backs up while he's holding the girl. The goose continues to advance until the man swings the little girl at the goose. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker's using his granddaughter as a human shield. He swings around her, hitting the goose and scaring it away. Well, thanks, Grandpa. Thanks for using me as a human shield. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know how awesome that is? The guy used his grandchild as a weapon. That guy's the ultimate teacher. That guy right there is my sensei. I need to find him. I, I, want, I, want, I want to learn under him. I'll call him Master Goose. I would like to study the ancient art of swinging grandchildren. I hope this is as funny as I think it is. I'm fucking dying here. (laughs) Fucking dude swings his fucking granddaughter. His granddaughter. If it's a grandson, I can be like, okay, it's still bad, but at least it's a boy. You're swinging your granddaughter. Sugar and spice and everything nice. Oh, that's true. They don't care about little girls over there. She's lucky she's alive. She's lucky he didn't offer her up as a, as, as a token to the, the Lord of the Goose. Jesus, God. I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything more cowardly ever in my entire life. That story is foul. Hey, now! (laughs) You think another goose yelled, duck? Oh, ah! (laughs) Arnie, that's kind of racist. Godzilla is in Japan, not China. My bad. That's the racist part. I mean, the dude, he swung his granddaughter... I want you to think about this. Could you ever use a child? I, I mean, I could use a, a, somebody else's child as a battering ram or something. Not my own. 
Boy, that's going to be an interesting story over the fucking noodles that night. So, uh, how was the day at the park today? Well, it was great until Grandpa swung me by my fucking legs at a fucking goose that was attacking me. And that's when the throwing stars come out. If I've seen it once, I've seen it a million times. All right, that does it for the show today, everybody. Oh, thank you guys for being a part of it. I, I had a lot of fun. That was that was fun. Um, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow, Thursday. That means Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be in the house. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic and lovely hump day. And adios, everybody. Uh- <laughs> At first she's gonna come on strong Like she'll love you all night long Like it's going out of style Then she'll leave you with a smile You're gonna give her all your heart Then she'll tear your world apart You're gonna cry a little while Still she'll leave you with a smile Well you can't help but wonder why you can't help but love her But you can't help but love her And all that hurting was more than worth it It's written Say hello and walk on by Then she'll leave you with a smile
you will get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.